Welcome to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. This is episode number 40. I'm Brandon. And I would be Craig. Yes, you would be. And this is episode number 40. This is crazy. 40 episodes. I mean, 40 that's episodes. like, uh, that's a lot, actually. It is a lot. So, um, congratulations to you. Thank you. Yeah, so... Same uh, to you. What are, what are we congratulating me on? Well, you know, 40 episodes, we actually made it. Would have been 44, mm-hmm. but we mm-hmm. are at 40. So Because hey, I was on, quote, vacation. unquote, yeah. vacation. Yeah, we can confirm that with Corey and... Con- um, you can <laughs> confirm that with the nurses down <laughs> exactly. at Dublin Methodist. You know, and... Uh, you know, we're way past that, and you know, we get that, and everybody knows you had this long hiatus and, and whatever. <laughs> but um, I tell you what, um, I'm not looking forward to this week is the weather forecast. See, and I am. I know you are, and uh, so I, um, you know, I was happened just to be listening, and uh, you know, um, you know, snow, 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 I that's it, man. That's my theme song. Is it for the week? Gonna wash your hair with snow, snow right? <laughs> well, what I'm thinking is, is that you know, I looked, I just, I just looked at the the forecast before you came in. It is changing every hour. Like it you is look changing, at it. but they're calling Wednesday night now. 100 percent rainfall for Wednesday, turning to half ice. inch of rain, and then at night, yeah. freezing rain, wintry mix. Precip uh, chance is 90%, winds at 20 miles an hour, mm-hmm. snow and ice accumulations around an inch. That could be detrimental. And then Thursday, 8 to 12 inches on Thursday, and then Thursday night, 5 to, to eight. 8 inches Love with it. 25 mile an hour See, winds. And, and, and then that's Friday, the, that's what's we're dropping be, down below zero. That's what's going to be the bad part is the winds because it depends on how – if it's a light snow, which I don't think it's going to be, it's probably going to be a heavier snow. So hopefully mm-hmm. the the heavy winds won't blow the snow too much. But, you know, you're looking – these side roads were bad last week when we got a half an inch of snow. And the wind blew For a snow. couple days. Yeah, for a couple days. For a couple days. Like uh, we got that – what was it? Like maybe an inch and a half or two inches of snow. Mm-hmm. And the next day I'm coming home from Delaware going down 36, I think it is. Yeah. And – I had to go into four wheel because about there was a stretch of about five miles. That whole thing was under snow because the snow was drifting it was across. Drifting. Yeah, it was crazy. The road by the school was really bad last week. I've decided. I told the kids this morning. It's like um, if we get that much snow, like Jasper already looks like Max from The Grinch because he's got that color and everything. Kind of. It, it's right? like we may have to put an antler on top of his head because he's going to look like Max trying to pull the sleigh when he first tries to pull the sna- sleigh and he's underneath right. the snow. Right. Like that's going to be him trying to just go to the bathroom. Well, the problem with that too is you're going to have to probably dig dig around I, we're gonna, a trench we're for him to have, get in and out of the house. Well, that's what I was talking to my mom this morning. She's like, well, you're going to have to to build to you know shovel him a path. I'm like, I am, but will he stay in it? <laughs> the dog loves the snow. Like oh, the no. couple times we've had snow, he's absolutely loved it and running and sliding. Sliding in it and jumping in it, and well, if I, we if we get as much snow as they're calling for, and say we do get like um, you know what, twelve to eighteen inches, twenty inches of yeah, snow, twenty inches. That's a lot of snow for a dog that size. To I mean, I'm sure mm-hmm. he's going to be overwhelmed by that. What are you talking about? A dog that size, my little legs. That's a lot of snow. You know what? I'm overwhelmed by that snow. Too. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, for different reasons. And my legs are longer than yours <laughs> for different reasons. You just right. don't like the cold and the snow. <laughs> so you know, here's the thing. Tomorrow is supposed to be a high of fifty mm-hmm. and sunny. And then two days later, we're going to be under a winter storm, they're saying. But they keep saying that we are uh, – what are they saying? We're watching they're a potential, potential winter storm. They're watching the line. So, Right. I, I I actually think we're going to get about a half inch, and most of it's going to be rain. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I hope not. I hope well, so. Well, because what they're saying is the other, the other potential is if we don't get as much snow, we're going to get more ice. And I would much rather have the snow because you deal with ice and you're dealing with power lines and that's power true. outages. And I mean, I've got my wood stove going, so it doesn't but matter. But if we get that heavy snow and, and you know, heavy snow is different than the lighter snow. Yes. That's just that's as just detrimental because that brings down trees and that's yep. terrible on your roof. And yep. you know, it's, that's hard to shovel too. I mean, that's a workout. Mm. It is. Remember two years ago, we got that. I do remember. That was when we canceled church and just trying to remember. shovel out my driveway. Exactly. And so, uh, just while we're talking about that, if you guys, um, you know, people have questioned, we got that snow that one weekend and somebody told somebody that we, um, you know, we, we, we were canceled for church and we don't cancel for church unless we go to a level three or level two. Level two. In Union County. In Union County. Yeah. Level two. 
um, emergency, correct? Yep. And and it says our policy states that if we're a level two by eight o'clock the night before, eight exactly. o'clock on Saturday, then we will be canceled. And you can check our Facebook page. You can check the home page that we'll have it right at the top of our website, richwood.church. Um, we also have avenues to get that on 10 TV. Um, as well, and so. the uh, information I'm sending out, the connecting with Craig, which is in our stuff, and if it changes, let me know. But it says you can collect, you can also check Columbus Television Station WBNS 10 TV, WCMH NBC Channel Four, and also WMRB um, in Marion. WMRN, WNRN, MRN. Okay, must have been a misprint from must, the. Must have been. Things. Yes. And so um, last time I will say this, WMRN, I did call and leave a message um, that's a little more difficult. 10TV is probably your best bet because their process of be- us being able to get that on their on their waves was super easy you and pretty smooth. much pick up 10TV anywhere, too. And you can pick up 10TV anywhere. Yeah. So. So but yeah, your best bet is to check our Facebook page if you have Facebook. If not, go to richwood.church. Mm-hmm. Check that. If you don't have that um, – and if we're under level two, just on, you have to understand we're closed. We're closed. So, so there you go. Hopefully we answered some of your questions. All that stuff's going to be in the connecting with Craig this week. And, um, so if you guys are out and about this week and we actually do get this potential winter storm, um, hope you guys stay safe and hope you got enough food and heat stays on. And I don't know what, I know you're, you're looking forward to it. So I'm sure you're going to be building igloos and snow angels. And if we whatever. get that much, I will probably build an igloo. <laughs> Perfect. It just sounds like I, I'm actually thinking about going hunting. Like if we get that much snow, I'm thinking about going hunting after the snow. Archery season's still in till Sunday. When your backyard? I mean, that's a lot of snow to go through, bro. Right? No. So, buddy and I were talking yesterday. We decided we're gonna go um, this afternoon and buy a couple of snowmobiles, and then we'll just return them next week. And say they were like too fast. <laughs> I didn't like them. They didn't. Fit. <laughs> yeah, they were they were too fast. <laughs> That awesome idea. <laughs> There's everybody's running out now. I'm gonna go to get one, and it's gonna be sold out. Sorry, we're exactly. out of snowmobiles. So, other than the snow coming, and this is actually the first Monday we've had in a couple of weeks where we did not get snow. So that's mm-hmm. that's kind of good. But other than all that going on for me, how are you doing? I'm great. You're looking good. I'm I'm feeling good. Here's yeah. a little. You know, it's, push it's down flat. Today, I got my, you know. I got my hat on. I, did, yeah. I didn't fix my hair or anything. I did have somebody comment, you know, cause I'm trying to grow it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I had somebody comment yesterday. They were like, ah, your hair is getting longer. And they knew that I was, I was trying to grow it out. So you're like, no, it's not. Yeah. We'll see how, <laughs> we'll see how long I can, can handle it. It's, it's not bugging me yet. Yeah. So I feel it's, like I'm looking bugging like me, but I feel like I'm looking like Lincoln Brewster. There was that time when he had like that 12 inch high mohawk, <laughs> you know, um, honestly, and don't tell anybody this, but, um, I, I I love the mohawk. I know you do. I absolutely love it. I'd have a mohawk if I and I'd have a really big one too if I yeah. if I could get away with it. But I love it. Well, I I think you could pull it off. You think I could pull it yeah. off? I I've had some. We get your ears hair. pierced. <laughs> we get you the Barry Bonds. Well, I don't know about that one, crosses. <laughs> but I do love the mohawk. And anytime I see somebody <laughs> with a mohawk, I'm like, hey, look, he's got a mohawk. <laughs> yeah. No, we um. You know, last week we talked about having the the issues with the wood stove, having right. the issues with our furnace. Mm-hmm. Um, we figured out what the issue was with the furnace. We um, the motor on the pump for it. It's a gas boiler furnace, so it's a little different mm-hmm. than most of them. But the the motor went out, so mm-hmm. I've got a motor on the way. It's supposed to be delivered today. I was able to get my my wood stove back up in commission, and it's running good and heating the house, and so we're good to go. So if we lose power. You're good. You're coming to my house. Yeah. As long as you can I get could, there. I, I don't know if I could get there, so we'll come I down, got a kerosene heater. I'll come down on the uh four wheeler and pick you up. Well, I gotta go get it. It's I gonna be go sold out it. by the time this hits the airwaves. <laughs> everybody that all twenty people that listen to it in the first four hours. They're gonna be like, I'm gonna get a snowmobile and return it with Brandon. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. They'll just go probably charge it to my name. It, it, there you go. I'm, That's I'm picking this up for Brandon. Exactly. Your uh, your father-in-law used to have a snowmobile, didn't he? You know, he did. He had a couple of them, and they had them up in Michigan for a while and okay. then brought them back down here. And it was like every every winter, like no snow, not enough mm-hmm. snow to ride them, not mm-hmm. enough snow to ride them. And then they, they got enough snow. They rode them once, and then he ended up selling them because he was like, you know, it's just not worth having them mm-hmm. because we're, we're rarely getting any snow. And then the next year, like, we got hit. Got dumped Cause on. Because that's how, that's how it happens. Exactly. And, there, and now he's sitting down in Florida. Right. Which – 
I, I'm jealous. So my mom, I'm so jealous. My mom texts me. My mom's <laughs> loving this. Like she's watching what we're projected to get and everything. She's like, I'm coming up. That's what she told me this morning. But she texted me twice yesterday. And the first time I can't remember what she said, but she was pretty much asking, is Craig okay? <laughs> no, Craig is not okay. <laughs> and he the second okay. time she texted me and she said, is Craig biting his nails yet? And I do that on a good day. So yeah, right? I'm still doing exactly. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my no, mom's okay. worried. About, she's worried about. Is you. she worried about? Me? Uh, I don't know yeah, how keep, bad she's worried about you. Yeah, but, probably not much. But uh, you know, I'll keep going. You know, don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. Tell God what you need and give Him thanks. So that's what I'm trying to do. And just so you know, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. a difference between need and want. You don't need the sunshine in 70 degrees. You want the sunshine. And no, I'm pretty degrees. sure I need it. <laughs> <laughs> that's like me saying I need coffee, and I mean I well, feel like yeah. I do. Well, this is true. This but. is true. So, but despite the weather, the sun is shining today. There's literally no wind. There right? is no wind. And it's, I came here, it was 11 degrees mm-hmm. and, um, no wind. Sun is booming down. I walked out, didn't even put my coat on, totally forgot about it. And I don't have a coat with me. It's not warm, but it's not like over the charts frigid. How's that? Possible it's not super 11? warm in this room though. No, it's colder in this room than it is. It outside. feels like it. We could be in the parking lot and be warmer right like, now. Like I wore a coat, but I just wore a t-shirt under that, and so I'm kind of like, what is up with this room anyway? This room is always freezing cold. It's the. It's just weird how everything's laid out with the heating and stuff. But how does that here. work? My office is right next door. Am I, we not on the same? You thing? are, but we don't get that. Remember, we have in our office. We we do have a. Um, oh yeah, that's true. We do have a vent, but we you and I have baseboard electric heaters, and so we keep those on, and that's what helps keep our offices. So, so like Sunday morning, I'll walk in here, and the stream people are in here, and I'll walk in. You almost see your breath. Is that cold? Right. Like in when um, our younger couple does the. Um, mm-hmm. um, Logan and Michelle? Yeah, Logan and yes. Michelle do the, uh, I'll walk the in and I'm like, man, it's cold in here. They'll be like, yeah, they're all bundled up in their coats and rubbing right? their hands together. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Poor Corey yesterday was like, it is cold in here. Yeah. And Allie, Allie was in here with Corey and she's cold in 90 degree weather. So mm-hmm. I know she was cold in here. I'm cold too. Yeah, me but too. This room is crazy though, but it is. We need nice to get a space heater in here, a fireplace or a fireplace. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Sounds good to me. So we had a good day yesterday. Um, a little better attendance and a little um, bit, a little better attendance and, um, had, um, I thought everybody pretty good spirits at, um, I can't remember what service it was. I think it was a second, a lot of people hanging around talking. I mean, yeah. I was, I had to get something for somebody, run something off and I came back in and there, the sanctuary was still had little pockets of people. There must've been 30 people just standing around talking. That was way after. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. Over. We didn't leave here until. It was literally like 12.59, I think I looked at my... One o'clock? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, man, my dog's been up. He's going to bust, but... Oh, my. No, I was out before that because um, Anita and I, as I told you Mm -hmm. already, we went on down to Columbus, and we ate at York Steakhouse. And if you've never eaten at York Steakhouse, now, this is not your high-end fancy place, but this is good food, and this is good American fare, and I think you would enjoy it. And uh, But as we were leaving York Steakhouse, I turned around and looked into the dining room, and I looked at Anita, and I said, hey, take a look at the dining room. But the average age in the dining room was 75 years old, and then there was a Nita and I, we were the young, the younger ones in the in the dining room. Right, but you know they got all kinds of food. They got T bones, they got fish, they got um, you know chicken, and it's just good, wholesome food mm. and pretty pretty cheap for for what you get. Yeah, you told me. I mean that. I'm gonna seventeen ninety nine for a T bone, a one pound T bone. You a can't one even pound. you can't even buy that at Kroger right now. Seventeen ninety nine, and you got baked potatoes and salad bar and dessert and all that went with it. So. York Steakhouse. York if you ever just want to go down and just go to a blast from the past, it's like you walk back into like 1975. For me, that's okay. I like that. For sure. Yeah. Let's see here. T-Bone. Yeah, see? Mosier's is the way to go right now. Nine forty nine a pound for their T-Bones. Really? I've got a couple of their T-Bones in my freezer. Really? Man, we had we made I made New York strips from there last week. In my cast iron pan. Okay. Oh my. I think I sent you a picture of that. I'm yeah. constantly sending Craig pictures of my food. Of food, yeah. And he's like, yeah. He pulls out a potato chip from the bag and he takes a picture of it and says, hey, it's cheddar. Like, 
So yeah, we've got our meals planned for the week and good. Um, so we've got you know Monday today we're doing tilapia. Um, tomorrow's Taco Tuesday. The kids love that. You know, it's kind mm. of every week we we do Taco Tuesday of some sort. And Christian's been all about um, guacamole lately, so we got the stuff. Uh-huh. We're gonna make some homemade guac. You don't like guac, do you? If there's no, if there's onions eliminated from it, then I'm fine. I can uh, do it. But there's onions in there. We don't put jalapenos in ours though. Okay. Um, However, so Christy Matlack makes it. That's there's onions in that. I know, but it's not. She told me. She either made it special for me one time, or she did something to it because she said you'll like this one, and I did. Yeah. So this. Well, that's this. We use the back. same recipe as Christy. Okay. Yeah. But it wasn't overloaded. If it overloaded with jalapenos and yeah, we don't uh, do jalapenos at all, or um, onions. I'm like, you're trying to kill me. So. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. Wednesday is not that anybody really. Cares I feel like about I'm hearing eating. the school lunch um, thing for school. <laughs> right. going like on Monday, and here's right, what's okay. coming up. The uh, so are you, am I going to pack tomorrow? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but anyways, Friday. So Friday, we've just got crock pot with a question mark. We're we're doing something in the crock pot, and depending on what the weather does, we'll probably determine what we we do in the crock pot. We may do a roast. We may do you. Olive Garden crock pot chicken pasta, which is one of our favorite okay. favorite meals. It's good. Don't, you know what I absolutely love? I love buttered noodles. That sounds good, too. Well, we noodles. talked about I chicken noodles and mashed potatoes. Yeah. Yeah, we talked I just about, eat them plain. Yeah. A lot of carbs in that, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's why we saved it for Friday when exactly. we can go to our weekend mode. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. So, yesterday, good day. and we It was a great that. day. Had a lot of good stuff going. So yesterday, I shouldn't be amazed at the Holy Spirit when he shows up because he shows up so often. But I'm amazed at the Holy Spirit. Like, And I told a couple people because mm-hmm. they were commenting on just the service and just mm-hmm. how things flowed from your message to the music. And, mm-hmm. and, and we've talked on here before about how intentional, you know, we are mm-hmm. about planning the services together and how, you know, when I go to plan, you know, before I even look at mm-hmm. music, before I even mm-hmm. look over your outline, I just spend some time in prayer and I ask God to, to allow the Holy Spirit to speak, you know, speak to me. Mm-hmm. Let me pick the right music. Mm-hmm. If I pick the wrong music selfishly or whatever to, you know, convict me in that and to help me pick the right music instead. Right. And, um, you know, all I had was your scriptures and your and your quotes. That's uh-huh. all I get. I did not realize how much you were going to drive home the idea about how all God wants is your heart. Right. You know, right. all God wants right. is your heart. You, you just give God your heart. And um, and so we came out of – and you and I had talked. You, you asked if we could do the song, I Give You My Heart by um by Hillsong as a throwback. They I don't know that they really ever did that here. I think I said Michael W, but anyway, fine. Yeah. Well, Hillsong wrote it, but Michael W, yes. They did? Um Hillsong, yeah, Reuben Morgan wrote it. Wow. 1995. Whoa. Um but we came out of your message and we did a chorus of Here's My Heart mm-hmm. leading into I Give You My Heart, and I right. just thought it just flowed so well. It was like yeah. the Holy Spirit just planned that out, scripted that exactly. out perfectly. Yeah, because, um, you know, we do work on this together, but it's not like, you know, like you said, you get the uh, you get the outline, you get the quotes, and occasionally you'll come in and sit down and be like, hey, where are you going with this? Or you jump from this right. scripture to this one, and, you know, there's a big broad jump here from this one from, you know, the blank slide in the middle to where you're going. What are you talking about here? So we'll talk about that. But we didn't really talk about that so much as, you know, because I've – it's pretty much, you know, we're talking about God's, God's will, will for my yeah. life. So, you know, you kind of rolled with that. I, I did request the, um, you know, open the eyes of my heart. No, no. I give you my heart. I give you my heart. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, that's what I, you know, I thought that would go really well with that. And so you adding that in there was really good because yeah. I did, that was the whole point yesterday that God, God really just wants your heart. It's not about right. judging, you know, it's not about, putting all these judgments on yourself of should I do this or that, but God just wants my heart. That, yeah. That's all he's and, and all he wants. Cliff note version. If you give God your heart and you are following God's you know you're following the Holy Spirit's leading in right. your life, then you're gonna right. know God's will for your life. Exactly. You know, it's 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 just it's no different than that the scripture where it says, you know, if if you pray um you know in the spirit mm-hmm. you know then God will give you what you, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. what you pray for. Well, that's not saying that you're praying for a Lamborghini right. or, you know, right. I, I'm, I'm going to pray for a brand new, you know, Harley Davidson exactly. electric light or something. Exactly. No, you know, I'm praying and, and if my heart is lined up with God's heart, if, 
you know, if, if I'm following his word, if I'm spending time in prayer with right. him, if our hearts are aligned, then my prayers are going to be godly. Exactly. And so our, you know, what, whatever you want to call it, you know, are going to jive. Exactly. And I, um, I, I agree with that 100% because we, um, I think a lot of times we put a lot of, um, what do you call it? Um, stress on ourselves right by trying to get this right or trying to do the right thing or i if i don't do this then god's going to be mad at me if i do do this then i'm not going to be god's not going to be happy with me or or right. whatever we put all these stipulations on us and i, and I don't know where that's come from i don't right. know if that's come from right. movies the world books i don't know if it's come from mom dad mm-hmm. grandparents mm-hmm. great grandma and grandpa i do not know where that comes from but when i read god's word that's what he wants. He right. just wants my heart. And when he has my heart, he's got everything. Yeah. And, you know, that makes sense if you think about it because I didn't talk about this yesterday, but David is called a man after God's own heart. David? Yeah. Let's just, just admit it. He was a screw he up. He was a screw up. He screwed up constantly. He made one bad decision after. Now, he did make a lot of good decisions. For sure. But he he made a lot of decisions that were based upon him yes and i mean we can we can look at i mean within a uh, (laughs) within a short time i mean he's out on his rooftop yep he sees this lady bathing and whatever we won't go into detail because we don't know right but has her um you know brought to him to him and you know we know the story slops with her and he ends up killing her husband and sends him to the front so now he committed adultery but he also murdered somebody mm-hmm. and you know and well, and even in between that he was trying to cover it up he brings her husband and he brings Uriah back exactly. and, and tries to get him to sleep with her and he won't because he's you know a man of dignity he's exactly. like you know my brothers are out on the front line and here I am you know I can't do that and so then he sends he sends a note back with him like in his hands pretty much ordering him to be Put on the front line and killed. Exactly. Now, if you just take that story alone and not anything else um, from David, you're you're going to look at that and you'll be like, oh, my gosh, this is such the seediest, nastiest, dirtiest guy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that I've ever seen in all my life. But here's the deal on this. Now, think about this. He is called a man after God's own heart. Right. Why? I mean, seriously, why? David did love God. Yep. David made a ton of mistakes. Mm-hmm. But if you read... Um, if you read what David has written, even after, you know, what has taken place, how he bears his soul to God. I, I, not for one instance do I believe that David stopped loving God in the middle of his poor decisions and what he wanted to do now. He just allowed his flesh to take over. Exactly. And he paid the consequence mm-hmm. for that, but that did not take away this guy loves God with all of his heart. And so I look at a guy like David, I'm thinking, wow, there's hope for all of us, you know, for because sure. God just wants our heart. Yep. And I mean, think about it. I mean, if there was a book written and somebody was able to talk to God and said that Brandon Chenault is a man after God's own heart, hmm. would what else do you need? Right. What what, are, right. what other accolade do you need on that? Yeah. So um, when we talk about God wanting our heart, um, I think he just... He wants us. Yes. He wants the whole thing. He wants us to rely on him for everything. Exactly. And it's like we've talked before. It's it's a daily renewing. It is. It's a daily renewal of waking up today and saying, you know what? God, yeah, I I had a pretty good day yesterday. But I want to strive to be more like Jesus today than I was yesterday. Mm -hmm. And it's not about trying to be like Craig. I was like, okay, well, I just need to be more like Craig. No, you don't want to do that. But sometimes maybe I do. But but no, you know, it's Jesus is the... He's the guide. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, God, help me to be more like Jesus. And and I think that, yeah, while David was a screw-up and made mistakes, you know, he came back and he he acknowledged, you know, he didn't try to be like, oh, no, you know, that, right. that was okay what I did. No, he acknowledged, exactly. you know, that was wrong. I'm a right. sinner. Um, and, and he continued to turn his heart to God. And, you know, we're talking about this idea of God's will, and we'll get into the, the message here in a second. But, you know, I think you're right. Sometimes we make it too hard. I definitely believe we make it too hard. You know, sometimes we're faced with a decision, and let's be honest, there's there's one right decision to mm-hmm. make. You've you've mm-hmm. got you know mm-hmm. this. You can go down the left road or the right road, mm-hmm. and the left road is going to lead you away from God. The right road is going to lead you to God. Okay, not that hard, right? Right. Make the right decision. Sometimes you're you're at a fork in the road, and the left road is not a bad decision, and mm-hmm. the right road is not mm-hmm. a bad decision, and you're just faced with the decision of God. What what, what, what do, do I do? I do? 
And that's where you said, and it was more toward the end, but, you know, pray about it. Right. Be in God's word. Right. And then make a decision. Right. You know, spend time, ask God, right. you know, you know, and then just be comfortable with the decision you make yep. and make it. If it, is, yep. it's, if it's a decision that you have to make by yourself, make it. If it's a decision you have to make with your wife or your husband, yep. you know, spend some time, pray together, talk through it and make it. Don't drag it on. Yep. But allow God just to speak to you and then be confident in the decision that you've made. Exactly. And one of the, I, I did not put this quote in here for life me. I've been sitting here trying to think who it was and I can't remember who it was, but one of them, somebody quoted, um, when you make a decision, you know, and you're praying, God, I, w- I want this to be your will. If, if it does not go against the word of God, then go ahead and make the decision and either choice that you make, you can still honor God in what right. you do. And, um, and I like, um, I like the, uh, passage that, um, that we read yesterday kind of really to kick things off, uh, Romans 12, 2, and I know this happens to be one of your favorite verses. Yep. Uh, don't copy the behaviors and the costumes of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. Mm-hmm. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good, pleasing, and, and perfect. And uh, that's a very – that verse right there, I, I've always thought there's a five-week sermon series in that. Oh, right absolutely. Uh, I mean there's so much in that verse, it's um, it, it's unbelievable. And, and I asked a couple questions yesterday. I said, are you, um, a, as a child of God, doing the will of God, and do you know the will of God for your life? And I – and I, from 2013, the Barna Institute did a survey and, you know, asked, um, you know, basically Christians related that 70% of them were trying to find God's will. That's 70 out of 100 people. That that just boggles my mind that Christians are literally searching for the will of God right. in, in their life. They're making this such a hard thing. Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, which I absolutely mm-hmm. love, says, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Do not depend upon your own understanding. And I think this is what we get into. We try to depend on us. Yep. But it says, Seek his will and all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Right. And I and I think we we kind of gloss over some of that, but I I think it's really important of seek His will in all you do. Right. I think a lot of times we we use God as a lifeline, mm-hmm. and it's like oh oh I need God now. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I mean you need God all of the time, and so mm-hmm. seek God's will in every aspect of right. your life, not just when you're faced with you know trouble, right? But in the good times. Even when it's, you know, a decision, like I said, where it's, okay, I can go left, I can go right. Either way is going to be fine. Seek his will then. You know, don't lean on your own. And I like the way that's worded in the NLT. It says, do not depend on your own understanding. Exactly. You know, that's just worded so well. Don't depend, don't depend on yourself. Exactly. Trust God. And the last line, seek his will and all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Right. And I believe that is a confirmation that I'm walking with God and my heart is with God. So, you know, if this not, if this is not going against God, this is going to be fine because, right. you know, um, I think I said yesterday, this means that God is going to direct your path over and over again. And either God means that or he doesn't. And his word's not trustworthy, but he says, you know, if you seek his will, he's going to show you what you are to do. And his will basically is I need to give my heart to him. Right. And I need to give everything, heart, mind, soul. It's pretty much every fiber of your being. Yep. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure that the Christian community is there. Exactly. I'm not sure that I'm there either sometimes oh, for sure. if I'm for being sure. honest with you. So well, which is a tragedy. And you you had this quote from Gleg. Gleg? From Gleg. From Gleg. Yeah, I, I, I know his brother Greg. Greg. But, uh... From Greg Laurie. <laughs> and, um, you know, how true is this? I've done this. You know, you've probably done this, but we play games with God sometimes. And he says this. He says, we like to play little games with God when it comes to his will. We think, God, why don't you show me? And I'll let you know if I'm interested. Right. If you don't know that, or if you do that, you will never know God's will while playing that little game. Exactly. He's you know? right. And and there are times it's like, um, okay, yeah, I don't want to do that. Right. You know, yeah, that may be what God wants me to do, but I'm more comfortable just mm-hmm. staying here doing mm-hmm. this. Uh, and, and here's the thing, too. Giving myself to God 100% in every single thing is very 
difficult because you're giving up control Mm -hmm. is what you're doing. So I mentioned this hymn yesterday that we used to sing Mm -hmm. back way back in the day where he leads me, I will follow. And then we sang yesterday before I got up to speak, I surrender. Right. But do we, do we surrender? Mm -hmm. Do I surrender everything to God? Do I go exactly where God wants me um, to go? Will I go where God's going to lead me? Or I think I said, will I go absolutely so far to where right. this is starting to freak me out a little bit, so I'm going to stop, and then I'm going to still follow God, but I'm going to kind of go my own way and right. do this. I think we go where God wants to take us. And and here's what I've come to believe. I've come to believe that a lot of Christians in the Christian community will not allow God to take 100% control of their life mm-hmm. because they're afraid of where they're going to, what they're going to have to do or where they're going to have to go yeah. or what they might have to give right. up. I truly honestly believe that because the Christian community is fighting against the American dream and what they have yep. been, can I just say, brainwashed into what we need to have as a society right. into what God wants us to have. And so I've been there yeah. and I'm there sometimes now where it's like, okay, I, I'm going to do this, but I'm not going to do that, God. Well, if God wants me to do that, then I got to do that, right? Right, right. And if I fight that, if that's God's will, then, you know, eventually I'm going to have to do that anyway. Mm-hmm. So I might as well do it now. Yeah. So. And sometimes, sometimes following God's will means we, we can't see the end of the road. I believe that's always it, to be honest um, with you. I mean, half the time. Right, yeah. right. We, um, and, and I've told people hear this story before and, you know, I'll be a little bit vulnerable. When we moved up here, so out of college, I took a job in a church in West Portsmouth, Ohio, okay. about two hours from here, and uh, things were great. We were there for about a year and a half before we moved up here, Okay, and things were going good. Youth group was growing, great you know, group of kids, great volunteers. I had good relationships with people. Um, it, it was just all around a good situation to be in. Mm-hmm. However... Most people, you know, here know that my wife Allie has seizures, um, <clears throat> and we we needed to to kind of make a change and, and figure out what what we were able to do insurance wise. Um, she, we needed insurance for her for her seizure medicines okay. because they are are not they're not cheap with <laughs> insurance. Much no, less, I can just imagine uh, much less without insurance. And so um, we started talking. She was offered a job at Scotts here. And and I wrestled with that for a good couple months, and I, and I talked with one of the elders down there for a good couple of months, and we just talked about it back and forth, and and I didn't want to leave. Like I was being selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to leave, but I knew in in my heart that I needed to do what was right for my family. Right. And uh, one night, as I'm sitting there talking to to Keith, um, he looked at me. He said. Brandon, I know if I were in your shoes, what I would do. He said, you've got to take care of your family. Mm-hmm. That's not what he wanted. He wanted me to stay, right. you know, personally. Um, and I just broke down because I knew that he was right. And I, I knew in my heart that that's what God was telling me we needed to do. Right. Which meant we moved up here. Allie took a job at Scott's. I did not have a job. I didn't know what, I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, and then I thought it was pretty sweet because we moved up here and I could hunt whenever I wanted. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but, you know, looking back now, what, goodness, 12 years ago mm-hmm. at that, God knew exactly what he was doing. Right. I wouldn't be doing right. what I'm doing right now. I wouldn't be where I'm at here at RCC. Right. Um, you know, and I, I think that God had it, you know, in his plan mm-hmm. for that to take place. And, right. and looking back now, it's like, oh yeah, God's will is perfect. Exactly. I couldn't see the end of the road. I didn't exactly. know what was going to happen, but, exactly. but he's good. And I, and I think we have, you know, all of have, we all have kind of relatable stories mm-hmm. like that. Sure. Cause uh, it's the same thing with me coming here mm-hmm. to RCC. I talked to the, you know, the elders back in um, August of 2017 and Matt had just left the month before in July, correct? Correct. So he had been gone about a month and so I had come up about mid-August to talk to them and, um, and then I met with them again and then I came back up in September and, um, they had all the, um, staff and elders and their wives meet over at Jeff Evans' house and I know you were there and yep. I met you guys there and, um, we were leaving that event. And um, Anita looked at me and she said, do you get the feeling they think that we're coming here? And I was like, I got that feeling. 
And, um, but at that point I had made my decision during the middle of that whole thing. I, I wasn't going to come here. Right. And I, um, number one here, just to let you know, and, and you know, this is that I was at a place that I probably could have stayed at and it was very comfortable till the day that I died. And literally I was comfortable as all get out. Right. It was perfect, perfect, comfortable. <laughs> and you know me, I'm never that perfect, comfortable. So, right. um, my son was literally doing the youth ministry, student ministry at the church, doing a very good job. And, um, you know, we've done a lot of good things and him and my grandkids were, right were going there. there. Yeah. So there's that. And, uh, you know, we've been in Cincinnati for years. My family's all there with friends there. And, uh, and I have, I actually have told, said this throughout my life. I'll never move to Central Ohio because I just am not a big Central Ohio fan. And, um, so I love, learned, the, you love the weather here though, right? I love the weather. The wind, I love, and, yeah, the wind yeah. and the snow. Yeah. <laughs> but I, 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 I have, I said that. So just a word to the wise, never say never because when you yeah. say never, it's actually going to happen. Yeah. Don't tell God you're never <laughs> exactly. going to do something. But here's what happened. I kept praying, God, if this happens, then, um, well, here, well, let me go back. Um, I had called and said, you know, I'm not going to come. And so then, uh, a week or so later, one of the elders called me and said, Hey, can you tell me why you're not going to come? And, and I just said, I, I really can't put my finger on it, but I just don't feel what it needs to, ha- that needs to happen. So that was about mid October. Then in December, one of the elders called me and said, Hey, we're going to pray and fast for the next minister. Would you pray and fast with us about you being the person? And I was like, Okay. I said, okay, I'll do that. Because at this point, you're like, okay, if they're, if they're coming back, then something's got to be here. And so I did that. I prayed about it and, and all that. So I kept praying to God, God, if this happens, then that's a sign. Mm-hmm. Literally with, I prayed something, the next day it happened. Mm. And so I was like, okay, maybe that was a coincidence. You ever done right? that before? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I prayed something else. And I was like, okay, God, if this happens, then I know this, you want me to go there. You want me to go put the talks back on again. And about a week later, it happened. And I was like, oh, okay, no, 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 no. That, that can't be right. So I prayed one more thing. And I was like, if this happens, then I know that I've, I've got to talk. It happened. And so Anita came into my office and I was telling her what happened. And she's like, you know, you got to go, don't you? And I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. And so I knew what God wanted me to do. Now my heart was, my heart's prayer was God, I, I, I want, I want, I want to go and I want to do where you want me to go. Right. But guess what I did? I fought it. He wanted me to come here, but yet I fought that. And I, and I fought it for yeah. six months right. pretty much. And I drugged my feet even getting here. Mm-hmm. Like I kept trying to prolong it. Even in February when I came up and got hired, I tried to get me here in August or September. I kept dragging my feet and, and, and I don't know why. It, I think it was just me, um, trying to not make this happen because right. I knew when it happened, I knew things were going to just change drastically. Right. And so, you know, I, I, uh, I'm kind of a stickler for, you know, we're going to change things and then people get up in an air about it. I kind of understand that because I was kind of in the same boat, you know. Mm-hmm. But once, you know, once I did, I realized this is where God wants me for to sure. be. And it's not been easy here. Mm-hmm. Just, those of you who know me, it's not been easy at all, right. to be honest with you. But I know without a shadow of a doubt, this is where God wants me to be. For sure. I could be back in Cincinnati as comfortable as I could be, but I'll, I realize it's not where God wants me right. to be. Right. But I can be here knowing this is where God wants to be, but I'm very uncomfortable. So yep. I'm, I'm okay with that. So the will of God, it's uh, my heart is really wanting to do what he wants me to do, but sometimes very difficult. Yeah. And, and you, you know, you said you, you, you wrestled with that or you, you pushed back, you drug your feet. I, I think did. were your words, you know, and I said that yesterday, we sang a song during the countdown. I will follow by Chris yep. Tomlin. He's, you know, where you go, I go, where you stay, I'll stay. When you move, I move. Exactly. I will follow you. And I, I, after we were done with that, I said, you know, how, how hard is that though? We yep. sing that, yep. but when it, when we're faced with the decision of, okay, God's moving, he wants me to move with right. him, do I or do I drag my feet? Right. Most of the time I drag my feet. Exactly. Because I like to admit it, we all like to be comfortable. Yep. And the unknown is, is scary. The unknown is very scary. And I also think, we yesterday I brought this up too, I said, you know, I realize that, you know, I'm born innocent, you know, whatever, you know. But I said, what if I end up getting off the path and then if I've done some things that were wrong or, you know, something went down and life just happened. Um, and I I think I told everybody that every time that you and I get off the path and as we're a follower of, of God and your heart is with God, God is always recalculating and mm-hmm. trying to get you back. And I told that little GPS story about Lola. and Oh, Lola. Um, 
But Craig's Craig's GPS is named Lola. What's if you yours? Watch this. I don't know. Trixie. Siri. It's I. I use my phone, so it's you know Siri. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, it's Lola. It's been Lola from the get go. I'm like, okay, Lola, tell me what we need to do here. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Exactly. But um, I, I did say this yesterday. I, I said I believe that anybody who generally wants to know God's will for their lives, God is going to show you. Yes. Yep. And number one, it's your heart. So God is going to show you where you need to go. And here's the thing everybody needs to realize. You're not always going to be comfortable in the will of God. For so sure. Don't, don't, don't think that that's the case. Well, if I don't, I'm not comfortable or I just feel uneasy. Well, you know, sometimes that's exactly where you need to be. Right. And that's the most difficult thing in the world. First John two verses 15 through 17. Read this, do not love the world or anything mm-hmm. in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires pass away, but whoever does the will of God lives forever. Amen. And that's what I want to do. Yeah. I, I literally want to do the will of God. And Psalm 143, verse 10, read it right after that. It says, teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your gracious spirit lead me forward on firm footing. Mm-hmm. And that's where I want to be. I want my feet planted firmly because I need it planted firmly right. on hard, right. solid foundation. Yep. You know, and then you ask the question, you know, how, pretty much, how do I know? You know, is this decision consistent and in agreement with God's word? That's that's how you know. Exactly. And you you can't know unless you are consistently in God's word. Exactly. You know, and that's, I get it. That's not always, in our fast-paced mm-hmm. lives, it's not always easy to do. Mm-hmm. But we're intentional about other things. Exactly. You know, we're intentional about taking time out to watch our favorite sports teams. We're intentional about, you know, making sure that our kids get to their practices mm-hmm. on time. Or, you know, we're intentional about you know, whatever. Right. We've got to be intentional about reading the word of God. And you talked about, you know, those in the... In the congregation here, and we had some that weren't in, you know, that didn't go to RCC, who right. participated in that original Bible exactly. recap with us, where you read through the Bible chronologically in a in a year. Mm-hmm. That was one of the best things that I I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I did mine slower than you, everybody else's, you, but you got it done. I did mine on the fourteen month plan. Is that all right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Just <laughs> God charged you a little bit of interest, but it's, exactly. it's good. It was in God's will that I went fourteen months. Right. So. <laughs> But you know, this is, we are now in our third year of doing that. Yeah. And, and I've talked there a couple of weeks ago about how Jordan's reading with us. Right. And, and just God is continuing to reveal new things. Exactly. And you read his word and it hits you different every time. You can read one passage one day, read the exact same passage the next day, and you'll be like, wow, I didn't catch that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know? and, and so if we want to know what God's will is for our life, we have to be in his word. We do. Because he's going to reveal it. Exactly. Through that. Now, we can also that can be a slippery slope because I can pretty much take a and pull a scripture out that I need to apply to my life right. that I want to apply to my life. Right. It's like if I if I want the outcome to be this, I can go in and find a scripture that's going to make it seem like that's the right decision for me. Right. Right. And so we have to be careful right. not to yeah, do, do that, but just to continually continually pray and and ask right. God to show us His will and to show us you know. Through through his word, exactly, and that's that's where we find his voice. Yes. We find his voice through through his word. I like um, what Eric Geiger said, and um, he says, "Knowing the word of God will set you free." Now, it doesn't set you free magically, but what it does, it shows you the right thing to do, and as you do it, it will set you free. I thought that was worded pretty good. For um, sure. I like the way he said that because um, people think that, you know, I'm going to read my Bible, I'm going to pray, I'm going to do this, and then God's going to ta- magically <clears throat> deliver me. No, it's it, it, people, yeah, sometimes physical mm-hmm. deliverance is there. Yeah. But we're talking about a spiritual freeing of your soul yeah. and a peaceful joy that goes in your soul. That's that's what you need. Right. It's like Jesus when he fed the 5,000. Mm-hmm. What they do, they come back the next yeah. day. And what Jesus tell them? I mean, he told them the very next day, yeah. um, you know, basically, I'm not a meat and bread Jesus, or I'm not a, what you need is food for your yeah. spiritual soul. And, and I believe that with, with all of my yeah. heart. Now, if that was happening today in most churches, we would try to scramble to try to find, right? They need, the world needs spiritual 
food. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They need a spiritual drink of water. Yeah, it's like the woman at the well. Like you know, well. you drink this water, exactly. and you're going to be thirsty again. But if you drink the water I give you, you'll have, you know, you'll never thirst again. Well, he wasn't talking about actually exactly. water; he was talking about himself being the living water. Exactly. And and it's just man. It's, but she ended up getting stuff. it. And that was she amazing. Got yeah, she, she got, got it. That. She got that one hundred percent. I um. We talked a little bit about, you know, like we've been talking about the Word of God, that that is the absolute truth mm-hmm. of our of our source. And I read a scripture. I love this. It's mm-hmm. Isaiah 40, verse 8. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the Word of God stands forever. Stands forever. It's, it's absolutely um, eternal. Yep. Um, I asked a question yesterday that um, somebody actually said something to me afterwards. Um, the question was, when was the last time you were like, God, talk to me. Yeah. Speak to me. And this person came up to me and said, I've never done that. Mm. And um, I don't always do it either. Yes, I agree. And But I do do it. Mm-hmm. And the times where I have done that is where you, God will speak mm-hmm. to you. But now I've got to take away the barriers. Yes. i got to take away the distractions that I'm going to be able to hear, right. hear God. And so sometimes I'm going to have to confess sin. I'm going to have mm-hmm. to get rid of turn, an attitude. Turn I'm your cell phone to, off. Exactly. Turn my cell phone off. Yeah. Turn the television off. Walk away. Get out by myself. Mm-hmm. Go walk in the woods. Yep. Do whatever I need to do. And, um, you know, so I can hear directly uh, from God. Because I think we miss the point when we pray a lot of times is what um, we think it's one-sided. Right. God, here's my needs. Here's my list. This is what's going on. Or we get in trouble, lose our jobs, something mm-hmm. goes down in our family, we hit that 911 prayer. And right. It's all about, I mean, if we, if we were God and we were listening to our prayers, I bet we'd think, why am I being so selfish here? Right. And where it's just like, God, you know what I'm going through right now? Because he does. Mm-hmm. He knows exactly, exactly what I'm going through. God, would you just talk to me? Would you just tell me what I need to do right now? Would you just give me a piece about Whatever I'm, I'm going to open it up and going to listen. Right, and I think we, I think it happens. I believe it happens with all you know with all my heart. So, um, yesterday um, I talked about two misconceptions that we did. Number one was God's will is a path for my life, and if I get off that path, then I'm lost for the rest of my life. So you know, I'm glad that's not the case. Exactly, but people think that way. right, right. They think that way. So it's like I make a decision when I'm 18 years old, so I messed myself up for for, life, for my entire right. life, and that's just not um, that's not not true right. at yeah, all. And that goes back to what we were talking about of it being a daily renewal. Exactly, and you just got to give your heart to God. The second thing is, is if I do God's will in my life, then my life's going to be smooth sailing. Hmm. And I'm telling you, it, a lot of people think like that. Might be the actual opposite. It is the actual opposite. Yeah. I've had people tell me this before. I don't know why God is letting this happen when I've done this for him. Right. Right. Uh, and, and my question to that is, did you do it for him so that it would be smooth for you? Or did you do it for him because he deserved to be worshipped? He right. deserved to be honored. He deserved whatever act exactly. that was that you did for him. You know, you're right about that. And here's the thing. When you mentioned the word worship, and I know we've talked about this numerous times, right. but within... The will of God is me worshiping God. And and I don't even – I'm just going to say this. I don't think we even know what worship is. Oh, I agree. I don't think we know what worship is. I, We've I, distorted what, what true worship is. If you're – if you're literally worshiping the creator of this universe, God for who he is, Jesus Christ for what he's done, and you come in on Sunday and you're sitting there and you're not doing anything, you're surfing on your cell phone, you're making goo-goo eyes at some baby, or you're doing some, you're talking to somebody, you literally have no idea what mm-hmm. worship is That's all about. You are here to – we have brought the Holy Spirit here to worship God as our Lord and Savior, the Messiah, but yet we have – we're not putting anything into that. Right. So what are you going to do when you go to heaven? Right. I mean – you're not going to just start worshiping in heaven. Right. You need to start it here. Well, and that's the thing is you shouldn't just that's start worshiping at 9 or 1030 on a Sunday morning. Exactly. What we do here is a continuation of our worship through the week. It should be. Exactly. Um, and, and, and I don't get it right all the time. You know, We're going to you, talk about that. You might, but... <laughs> I don't get it right. <laughs> but, you know, it, it is. We, we have opportunity, and we've talked about it. You know, we're not, I'm not going to beat a dead horse, but... We have opportunities every single day to worship God with our attitudes, with with our actions, with our words, with our thoughts, with you know the way we treat people, the way we we respond to people. You know that's it's worship's not music. Well, yesterday we were. I've never had anybody do this. First time ever yesterday. Um, yesterday we were singing the song "I Surrender," mm-hmm. 
and it was after the first service. And we started singing that, and part of the worship for me is confessing, like, my attitudes mm-hmm. or thought life or things right, that I've done right. to God. And so when I stand up to speak, one of my prayers, I always praise God, you know my heart, but you know how flawed I am. Yeah. You know what I have done this week and said this week, and I don't want that to get in, into the way of your message. So would you remove that from me and take that away from me? And would you would you give me your words and your power in your spirit? And may you be seen, not me or anything that, that is said. Mm-hmm. And I believe that with all my heart. So yesterday we're singing, I surrender. And I literally just bowed my head and I had my, you know, put my head on, forehead on my hands and I'm standing, you know. Right. And somebody came, came to me afterwards and said, were you praying before you got up? And I was like, yeah, I was. And they were like, while we were singing, and I was like, yeah, I said, part of my worship to God at some point in the morning of that morning, and every day pretty mm-hmm. much, but especially before I get up, is to, is a confession of my sins to God. I've done that already this week, but this is, so when I stand up, God's going to be able to he- speak through me, and I'm going to be able to hear something that he wants mm-hmm. me to say that I haven't thought of because I need, I need to God to know where I'm at. And I want to confess this to him, and I'm asking him to speak in me and through me. And they were like, "Oh, we just never, we we just never paid attention before because we're usually <laughs> worshiping." And, um, but I, um, that's kind of what I do. It's that's a part of my worship. That's a part of also uh, confession mm-hmm. to God for my sins, for my attitude, for things that I've maybe done or said, um, is a great part of my worship. Right. But God knows my heart. And I, and I feel like that I walk in God's will, um, most of the time. Right. But, um, that's where the, that's where I rely on his strength and his power where Mm -hmm. he's not mad at me if I step out of line. He's not like this domineering, you know, individual that is waiting to squash me like a bug if I am not 100% always, you know, walking in his will. That's where he sometimes gently gets mm-hmm. me on track or puts his arms around me, or maybe he does kick me in the seat of the britches every now and then. We, I, I don't know, whatever. We need that every now and then. Yeah, we do. I, I know I do. more than I Well, I yeah, true. So, you know, not your life's not always going to be smooth sailing before right. you, um, you know, when you do this, where I mentioned... You know, the story about Jesus and the disciples going across the boat. Mm-hmm. They're following Jesus. They listen to Jesus' words, but they get in this storm. And Jesus gets up and basically says, you know, why are you afraid? And why do you have such little faith? And that's, he could ask me the same thing. Why are you afraid? And why do you have such little faith? Yeah. Yeah, I love the Tony Evans quote, too. And Tony Evans awesome. He said, this, that mustache, that mustache is stout. You need one. I couldn't grow it that thick. <laughs> But he said, this idea that you are in God's will and that it will preserve you from discomfort and pain is simply not true. We need to realize that God has an appointed place for our discomfort and suffering in our lives. Mm -hmm. It's not because he hates Mm us. It's because he loves us and wants us to become stronger Mm -hmm. in our faith. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it does take, you know, trials to help make us stronger. You you think of that exactly. idea of refining, you know, whether it's gold or silver mm-hmm. or whatever, what what does that have to do? It has to go through the fires. Exactly. You know, in order for the imperfections to, to be able 100%. to be drawn out. Well, that goes, what you just said goes along with James 1, verses 2 through 4. You know, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great mm-hmm. joy. That's, that's a very hard, hard verse to very follow hard. right yeah. there. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. Now, here's the thing, and I think I mentioned this at least one service, that Jesus one time said that, you know, those who endure to the end will be saved. So right. I love this. Right. I love this verse where it says, for... You know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So if you do it to the end, you need this. Yes. So this is actually for your good. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect, complete, and needing nothing. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely love this. So here's what I did yesterday. And I told them this is not like some big philosophy or anything. This is is literally God's will. This This is the way I see God's will. And I said this. Surrender your life. Stay in the word. Do his word. Keep praying, and then make your decisions. Mm-hmm. And don't labor everything and kick it back and forth so many times that you, you can't, because you, you're just going to freak out. Don't make it more difficult than no. it needs to be. No. So surrender your life, stay in the Word, do His Word, keep praying, and make a decision. Yep. And on top of that, 
He just wants your heart. Yep, exactly. God just wants your heart. Exactly. And um, and, and I love that. And um, I, I just love the fact that um, that God, that's all he wants. How simple is that? Yeah. He doesn't want me to give X amount of money. He doesn't want me to, you know, bring a... Uh, a sacrifice. He wants my. He wants a sacrifice of my life mm-hmm. and my heart. Right, and that can be one of the most daunting things for an individual mm-hmm. to give. And um, and he knows the journey. He knows the process. He knows who we are. He, and, and whether you give God your heart or not, he actually knows your heart. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing that is right. um, amazing. Yeah. So you might as well just give your heart to God. He already knows what it is. Anyway, exactly. So. Exactly. Right, it's good stuff, but but also stuff I, I think you know people have have questions about. You know, how exactly. do I know God's will? Well, exactly. Don't make it more difficult than it needs to be. Exactly. And I think we all do that from time to time if we're honest. Oh yeah, we do. Or we're selfish and we <laughs> we try to make it play out. You oh, know, like a sure. a game. For sure, we do. Well, we got a couple things coming up um, here on the for the RCC body. For those of you who are part of that, or maybe you're not a part of that, and you'd like to be a part of it. That's right. um, we have a night of prayer coming up. Uh, that's a week from tomorrow, right. February the eighth at six p.m. And um, hope you guys join us for that. It's going to be in um, the RCC sanctuary, and then we have Women of Worth coming up. That is going to be on February the twelfth at ten a.m. at Kelly's, Kelly's Kitchen. Kitchen. Yep, that's here in Richwood. And then we've got on February the 13th, Chocolate Light and Jesus. Dove well, chocolate. Okay, well. I love dove chocolate. It's not bad, is it? Yeah, it's Dark, good. Yeah. Now we're having a night of worship um, Sunday evening, 6 o'clock here in the sanctuary. And we're just going to focus on God's love. So looking forward to that. That'll be really good. And then we have this Bible study coming up called Real Moms, Real Jesus. Um, February 17th begins Thursday, February 17th for eight weeks, 6.30 to 8 o'clock. And then, and then, and then. we have the Night of Comedy. Night of Comedy. We have uh, Ventriloquist Ken Groves coming in. And that's actually sponsored and by the Young at Heart. But that's open to everybody. Mm-hmm. Families, bring them. Um, hope to see you guys there. Um, his videos can be found on YouTube if you want to watch that. Or I think he has a website. His name is Ken Groves. He's a uh, ventriloquist. He's a comedian. His stuff is pretty good, I'll be honest with you. So Nice. Are you and I doing the opening act? Well, we thought about that because I thought about having Brandon sit on my lap and draw two slits on it. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time I've been a dummy. <laughs> so yeah, Hi, everybody, that'll, yeah, right? That'll be awesome. And then uh, we've got um, the women are doing a study of Revelation starting on February twenty eighth at six p.m. and Sue Ellen Ackerman is going to be leading that. So if you guys have questions about anything, you know, feel free to contact the church or email yep. us. Or all the all the women's ministry events um, can be signed up for. More information can be found richwood.church forward slash women. Um, and a lot of the other stuff can be found on our website, richwood.church. Yep. You can email the church, richwoodchurchofchrist at gmail.com. Yep. So, um, just a note, a little, uh, we have, uh, the upward, yes. you know, is, is going on. And, um, so I uh, just wanted to get, let everybody know that in January of 2020, which has been, you know, mm-hmm. a couple years ago, um, there was a leadership team. They started a new ministry, um, uh, basketball and cheerleading season. Uh, they launched the Upward Meal Ministry. If you remember, that's yep. been—I can't yep. believe that's been two years already. I know it's that's crazy. Crazy. But anyway, during the 2020 basketball and cheerleading season, RCC provided over 2,800 meals. That's yep. That's a lot. Yes, that's a lot of people eating. A lot of people eating. So 2,800 meals. Soccer season 2021, 1,700 meals. Mm-hmm. So if you combine those two, right. that's a lot of meals. Um, they're currently through the halfway mark in the basketball and cheerleading season, and right now they're averaging 150 meals per week. Yep. I think that's really good because I think that really helps out parents and kids so they can get them here. And well, yeah, so well, part of practice nights, and, especially, you know, as parents are coming, they're, you know, you've got to get them from school. Parents may be getting out of work, and so it's like, what are we going to do about dinner? And so it just it makes it convenient and just a big help for those families. Exactly. And if you guys are listening to this and you've never done this and you would like to do this, you can make a financial gift to support this ministry, and you can place a check in the donation box on Sunday mornings with Upward Meal Ministry. 
street in the memo line, or you can drop a check off here at the church, or you can uh, whatever you can bring cash or whatever you can use give giveify I guess mm-hmm. or whatever. So, but anyway, that's that's good stuff. Good very good stuff and, and all that. So, but so this Sunday, this Sunday we may have snow. We might looking, not. looking like it. Yeah, it might be seventy five sunny in the trees button somewhere. Can I go there? <laughs> no. <laughs> but this Sunday, we're going to talk about uh, putting a stake in the ground. Going to use uh, like the first eight, nine verses of Psalm 2. And um, we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk a little bit more about, you know, how that works with our life today, with what we're going through. Mm-hmm. And then on February 13th, um going to talk about the spirit of the Antichrist. And we're going to get pretty mm. plain and simple. We're going to, going to call a few things out. So we'll see how that goes. For sure. I'll probably get called out too, but you know how it yeah, goes. So. Wouldn't be the first time. Right, by you. Right, exactly. <laughs> can, hey, this week, can instead of putting a stake in the ground, can we talk about putting a stake on the grill? <laughs> Put a stake on the grill. That would be awesome. Right? <laughs> T-bones. <laughs> I've got two, so. Oh, well, if you if you go buy the T-bones for $9 a pound, I'll go ahead and say that and tell everybody that we're going to your house after dinner, and anybody who wants T-bone can go buy. All four of us that are here if we have church, so. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> With the twenty inches of snow, we're gonna get, Gosh. we're gonna get like a, like a half an inch. A dusting. We'll get a dusting right? of snow. My kids, <laughs> my kids are gonna be so mad. You know what? I will not be. I know you won't be. <laughs> I'll send my kids to your house so they can whine and complain to you. I'm gonna tell them if it does not snow, I'm gonna be like, look, Craig prayed for this. You you need to to talk to Craig about it. It's Craig's fault. <laughs> you. Yeah. I am. I I have actually. You know, I don't usually pray about the weather, but I have. <laughs> I have actually prayed about it. Confession you know, time. I I know that we're going to get snow, God, during the winter. I know that, but does it have to be two feet? Right? Can it be like maybe six or eight inches? I can deal with that. So but yeah. Anyway, but yeah. Weather Channel still showing uh, eight to twelve during mm-hmm. the day, five to eight in the at night. Let's see. Wednesday night, snow and ice accumulating one to three inches. Ooh. Oh, they upped it. Yeah, they upped it. When we first started, I read that it was a inch. It's already changed fifty times. Like Craig sent me text yesterday, back down to five to eight. five to eight <laughs> inches. So we're we're good. It's like it's gonna be you know tropical. And then like two hours later, back to eight to twelve. Uh oh. Yeah. I think you sent like one time last night. You know, like, I think we're back to eight to twelve. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, eight to twelve and five to eight. That's a lot. That's a lot. It bro. is a lot. Mm. It reminds me when I was uh, my 10th birthday in March in Virginia. We had the blizzard of 95. I was 10. And um, we had three foot of snow on my birthday, March 15th. It snowed like the 12th or the 11th or something, but. It did. I remember digging, like we had tunnels out in my grandparents' mm-hmm. front yard. Like mm-hmm. they'd come out and yell, and it was so like packed in we couldn't mm-hmm. hear. We actually got snowed in at some friend's house because we were doing a lock-in on that Sunday night when it came. And at a school in Germantown, Kentucky, and um, one of the youth leaders came in late because we were already locked up in the school and we were in the gym and class. Nobody's looking outside. This person came in and said, Did, have you guys looked outside? There's like eight inches of snow. We're like, what? So then we started calling parents because back in the day we didn't have cell phones. So now we're calling on landlines trying to get a hold of parents right. and trying to get them there. So they finally got there, picked everybody up because the, the forecast had that was not forecasted. Right. And um and then we woke up the next day and there was like two and a half feet of snow. Crazy. I remember taking Danae and just holding her under the armpits and just dropping her in the right. snow and she's just like barely her face is sticking. Right. Out of it's like like that gif I sent you yesterday of the dog poking its head out of the exactly. bank of snow. That was Danae back in ninety five. Right. It's gonna be me in three days. It will be. Maybe. So anything else? I don't have anything. You're excited about the weather. I am. I, I couldn't be happier. I just wish it would do this clear, you know, all year round. Be yeah. awesome for me. Again, if uh, if something happens and we are on a level two, we will be closed on Sunday um, here at RCC. There's a possibility we may try to get something pre-recorded um, for our YouTube channel. We have not uh, made that decision. We're just going to continue to follow the weather and see um, what's predicted and what happens and and whatnot. And um, and so we we may have something up. We may not. Um, we're not sure yet, but. Um, you can pick me up, Craig. We could just go live Sunday morning, you and I, and have one person running the stream room. Be all good. We could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody have to run the slides. Right. The slides. Mm -hmm. I'll run the slides. You run the slides while I'm leading worship. 
Ooh, that could be disastrous. I was thinking that myself, but I didn't want to say it. <laughs> I saw it in your face. <laughs> so, no, it's it's going to be a good week. Yeah, it's been a good good weekend, good week last week, and you know things are, are good. I wonder if there's any possible way. This is just a thought. It just occurred to me. Any possible way that possibly Jesus could return sometime Wednesday morning? It's possible. I mean, it's possible, yeah. I mean, he doesn't even know the time or the hour, but um, no, only know God that. knows. Hey, God, can you talk to me, please, and tell me? <laughs> Craig's going to go shut himself in his office exactly. and just be quiet and listen. <laughs> What's he doing? He's waiting for Jesus <laughs> to return. <laughs> nice. Well, if you don't have anything else, I don't have I don't. anything else. So um, we hope that you have a wonderful week. Stay safe. We uh, hope you uh, enjoy whatever weather, whether you're listening from here in Ohio or, or somewhere else. Maybe you're listening from... Florida, Florida, and it's sunny and 75, although they got cold too. You know, there was the, the iguanas that were falling out of the trees because it got so cold down there. Oh, my goodness. They were like went into hibernation mode. That'd be fun to see. That'll be me on Thursday. That will be Craig. <laughs> I'll be falling out of the tree. <laughs> so, well, we hope you have a great week. Thanks again for listening. Uh, don't forget you can can like, subscribe, share um, mm-hmm. the podcast if it, this is something you enjoy. Our prayer is that you uh, are lifted up by it, that you're encouraged, and um, that you um, stay grounded in God's Word. And um, if you... Uh, would like to reach out with us to us with any questions, feel free to send an email to the church, richwoodchurchofchrist at gmail.com. We'll do our best to answer that question. Um, Craig, have a good day. Hey, you too. All right, see you, everybody. Later.